Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, everyone, to the first offline episode of the Alleyway podcast. So by offline, we mean we don't have a live studio audience. So it's just going to be us talking in a weird way. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun. So uh, let's introduce everybody. So I'm Jose. I'm Sean. I'm Jordan. I was... (laughs) And I'm Sora. We really should designate an order. Like, I to be honest, I, I don't. Yeah, we should. We really should. should. It gets really awkward, dude. Like, um, yeah, it gets really awkward. Who gets to be first? I do because I'm cool. We can debatable. Alphabetical. J's first. J's first. Yeah, J is before S and N. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, under that, technically, Jordan, you go first. Mine's J O S. Yours is J O R. Damn. Well, enough. I think host speaks first, and then after that, we can go off of medical. I mean, we can really, I mean, pop, we can popcorn it. Um, whoever says it, I'll pass it over to uh, whoever. That's probably a better idea, but uh, yeah. Then we'd the say their name, and then they wouldn't say anything else. It's like, oh, I'll hand it off to Sean. Hey, I'm Sean. I'll hand it off yeah, to Jose. That would sound really weird. Hey, Sean, your turn. It's like, no. So yeah, we'll just. It will come up with some. We should draw like, we should draw straws or something like draw numbers before right. we start. So it okay. sounds like she's mad that she'd go last. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. Hey Google, pick a number between one and four. All right, I pick one. Two. Wait, no, that doesn't work this way. There's four of us. <laughs> Three. So Jose, you're gonna go first. Okay. Okay. Then it's gonna go Sora, me, and Jordan. Hey Google. Stop. I asked Google to pick a random number, and on the Discord lay, George, uh, Jer- uh, ah, Jose is the third one down. So it's going to go Jose, Sora, me, and Jordan. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. But well, we already introduced okay. ourselves to this episode, so we just keep fucking rambling, and these poor souls listening. Are... Whoa, 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 watch your language here. Oh, oh, language. Oh, sorry. We can only drop one F-bomb, and I ruined it this episode. Oh, yeah, man. That, yeah, swear, that swear was the dark. one. I was saving up for it too. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, we got to check that one off the swear list. <laughs> we still have B word, C word, but not that C word, a different C word, you sicko. And <laughs> yes, can't. <laughs> you just took it. Bro, that was you too. Now that we're supposed to say. All right. Now, like. All right. Like... So, uh, yeah. So, you want to introduce the first topic? We've been rambling for a minute and a half. I'll take the first topic. So, there shall come over the whole earth an intense darkness lasting three days and three nights. This is a prediction from the Three Days of Darkness, a prophecy that parallels the famous ten plagues against Egypt in the book of Exodus. But what if we were plunged into a world of complete darkness? How would that affect our everyday lives? And what would we do to survive an endless night? There'd be a lot of video games. (laughs) gamers would unite that's the issue so i had a question so by darkness do you mean we don't have any sun or or do we have do we still have artificial lights so do we still have electricity or is that gone too um we do have artificial lights yes oh dude i'm just playing halo (laughs) yeah long term long term think long term you cannot play halo every day well yeah you're right well, okay, are we saying like the sun just disappears? Yes. 
Okay, we're plunged so, into complete darkness. Well, no stars in the skies or anything. Mm -mm. Okay. So, uh, probably almost all global economies will immediately just collapse. Yeah, that fear. would be the most. Yeah, that yeah, must be fear would most, take over everybody. Yeah, that will be in the most sensible thing, and then every nation will probably go in lockdown, and then um, for the U.S. Um, here, we'll probably go into martial law. Okay, so why don't we get yeah. I was going to say why don't we get a little bit more specific what would you do Jordan you personally Ooh. not not the US government Jordan <laughs> as an individual we'll probably yeah, as an individual. buy as much guns I can get yeah the thing we're in America guns ration canned food oh. not toilet paper like crazy people so what oh. if this isn't like it happened yesterday and now you're getting ready for it. It's been like this for a few, like maybe like it's been a year a into this dark apocalypse. What? Like it, it, everything's settled down a little, but you know, you can, it's at that point where you can start getting back into like a normal routine, a schedule. What's your day to day basically? Well, uh, probably day to day is living underground. Um, Cause technically that's the safest. And then you just have to grow food um, through artificial means, through um, UV lights, and find a way to generate power without using uh, the sun. So we'll probably rely on non-renewables. Um, That's such a good point about yeah. the, the, the plants, too. Like, yeah. we don't have the sun anymore. It, well, what are we going to do about oxygen? Yeah, so, like, without the sun, our entire Earth's ecosystem will cease to exist. Yeah, eventually it will. It, if we don't, it, it will. Like, if we don't look at it. No, yeah. it will because we. It literally runs up in the food chain. It's the sun, mm -hmm. plants, plants getting eaten by animals. We eat animals, so it's gonna. We're, we're gonna starve. People is gonna starve, and after a year, if one of us are not dead, I'll be surprised, because yeah, my, people my, will, there will be wars fought over food. I think. I think what we'll see is we will see a huge push into fungal fungal growth because a lot of uh, fungi or mushrooms and stuff that are edible don't necessarily need sunlight they get their you know nutrients from the ground yeah so we'll i also see a rise in like seafood no actually seafood no, will, yeah, they they probably die. because they take algae algae needs sunlight so plankton oh. and plankton will will cease to exist so most sea life will cease to exist yeah, yeah all microbes would die. Yeah, Mo I like, would say, like, I, I think humans are advanced enough where yeah. we could probably. Well, I think come like up the only species light. on humanity that won't probably won't die out that fast is humans, unless we go to like World War Three, we drop all the nukes, and that's like the worst case. But, do you think humans will adapt to it by using technology, or do you think that we would eventually get to the point where like? We just adapt to the darkness. We get like, you know, like how undersea dark creatures like adapt physically yeah, to the darkness. Yeah, for without... millions and millions of years. <laughs> that takes like time, but yeah, like, because like, it's hard to say because there's always like the best case and the worst case. Um, yeah. I, I think, I think if what I do, right? Let's say that you're in, I think Jordan's probably smart with the, uh, 
like living in some sort of bunker stuff. It's going to essentially be an apocalypse because it's going to ruin the ecosystem. On the bright side, Phoenix, Arizona won't be as hot. But that's my thing. Like, that's kind of what I was like on. I'm like, well, if the sun disappears, everybody dies because the atmosphere would be gone. The the earth would be plunged into nowhere because gravity doesn't hold it in place. Like, it's cold, really cold. And actually, so, yeah, without the sun, we'll probably go into a, a super long. Yeah. We're going to go into Ice Age. So we have to live yeah, on the ground. I think, I think humans would just die, to be yes, honest. Majority with you. of humans <laughs> I think, will die. I don't know. It I don't sense. think I, I yeah I don't I don't see most people surviving. Yeah, it's it's uh unfortunately I've ran I've ran through this simulation before. Um, it's possible. Oh. Um, because yeah. He's running. Dang. The I've seen yeah. yeah. I've seen Sean, countless of universities. Sean, <laughs> you surviving? All right. Am I surviving this mess? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm gonna be the mess. Oh, all right. Oh, dang. going to break down in his this room. This just in. I'm just kidding. Oh, no, I'm not. I hold up. Sorry, has an announcement. <laughs> he meant he followed up with he's going to break down in his room, but I thought he was like, oh, I'm going to be the mess that takes out the sun. Oh, I My thought bad. he was going to be an emotional mess. <laughs> I might as well be. Both. Maybe both. Oh, he takes out the sun, <laughs> then he cries about it. <laughs> What All do you right. think, Jose? Uh, I don't know. It's just death. Anything else to add? Death and, uh, I mean, on the bright side, uh, humans can't be blamed for this one. So technically, we didn't kill the Earth. The Earth died. Mm. Be- like, we did it, t- it wasn't our fault. So- I see. Well, while we may not be plunged into a complete darkness, um, there is a chance in the far off future that Earth may not appear as the bright blue orb that we know it is. Um, in CNET News article by Jackson Ryan, he claims that Earth is losing its shine and scientists suspect climate change is the culprit. Yeah, I believe that. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds accurate. Well, well yeah, mean, with additional... By me, like... How how much it reflects, um, the sun's radiation? No, as in like Earth shine. So Earth shine, um, I believe each planet has its own uh shine to it, not just the reflection of the sun. Which is also why like we can see uh the dark face of the moon sometimes when it's waxing. It's not the reflection of the sun because the waxing part, the small part that's illuminated, is the sun. Whereas the rest of it, that's dark, but you can slightly see it. That's well, from the that, Earth. Yeah, I was going to say that's light coming from the Earth, ba- bouncing back onto the moon, yeah. coming back yeah. towards the Earth. Yeah. yeah. So it's basically... That yeah, is interesting. It's yeah, losing it's, some of that, Jordan. Yes. It's losing some of that shine. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not sure how scientific... I haven't, I haven't, yeah, is, I haven't looked into that. Is it due to like Earth's magnetic field or the ozone layer or what? Well, my assumption would be like due to the lack of ice because ice reflects a lot of light, uh, probably also due to the increased amounts of carbon dioxide. I'm a, I mean, greenhouse gases are difficult to see through. If you look at planets like Venus, which are high, have a high density of that, you can basically not see through that atmosphere. Well, and, and you also have to remember it's like a lens too. So yeah. the atmosphere bends light. So any light that hits the Earth usually bends off in a different direction. It doesn't go straight back like a mirror. Yeah, so the more greenhouse gases we have, the more it bends, the more yeah. distorted it becomes. Yeah, yeah. that's how uh, stars twinkle. Mm-hmm. Correct. 
All right, so uh, jumping on to our next topic, Jose, do you want to drop a topic for us? Do I want to drop a topic? No. Am I going to? Sure. So <laughs> I'm going to steal Sean's because he didn't say he was going to bring it up. So I'm going to bring it up. Uh, and yeah. it's about Europe uh, and how Europe is forcing Apple to use USB Type-C as their, uh, like their ports to re- what? Well, from what I saw, it's to reduce e-waste. I think it's a smart play. Uh, I think Apple should have done this forever ago, but what are your guys' takes on it? Honestly, I don't think it's, like, a big deal. You already see their Apple, like, iPad products are already using USB-C. It shouldn't be... Yeah, definitely. They're already making a change. Like, I don't see why they're throwing a fit because one more of their products has to have USB-C. What do you think, Jordan? Me? Or Sean, Sean, no, well, Sean. Either one. Sean, Sean needs to go Me first. first. I, I have, I have, I have a logical reason why they don't want to. Oh. Oh, okay. Logical. Let's hear it. Logical. Okay. Um, oh. for me, for me, <laughs> uh, I, I think Apple does Apple things. Um, Apple's Lightning cable has been stuck at USB Type Two. Mm-hmm. Correct. For a very long time. Too long. And it, it's, I, I know even Apple users are getting frustrated with it because it has its limits. Um, so I think the push to type C is a great one. Okay. Okay. Jordan, your take? My take? Um, well, with Apple, uh, they don't actually make that much money on iPhones. Their margins are quite small. That's the reason why they dropped the chargers <laughs> on their box. Um, if you uh if you look into uh the costs to make the iPhones, it's like um it's relatively the same price that they costed at. But sure, they add they added a little bit for R and D, um because uh, if they were forced to um put USBs on iPhones, they have to pay licensing fees for uh each device. That means billions of dollars loss in revenue. That they can they can they use because initially uh, if they have their own uh, charger, they can if um, accessories companies make um, Apple authentic um, accessory plugs for a thing they can charge uh, money for uh, for using their uh, ports so they can make money mm-hmm. on that. Uh, bottom line is is just that they it's just for profitability. Um, iPhone is the uh, like the largest uh, revenue stream for Apple, because right now, as he's currently standing right now, Apple is the uh, most valued company out of uh, out of the stock market in the U.S. Uh, even actually, it's all all stock market. So yeah, Apple's. The bottom line is that if Apple switch to USB, they'll lose billions of dollars, and technically speaking, uh, it could push um iPhones into uh, uh, unprofitable. So I see what you're saying and I agree, but looking at it from a consumer perspective, a trillion dollar company can take a few million dollars in a hit oh, in profit. And additionally, with with that, they don't give zero fucks about consumers. Yeah, they that's really the don't. thing. They they yeah, it's profitability. We, you, if you want to talk about the new iPhone 13's repairability and how software locked it is, oh, it, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah, yeah no, that's I, another I, topic, right, yeah. right to repair. Yep. But what I will say 
I don't know how I feel about a, you know, essentially a government. It's <laughs> technically Europe is a continent, but the EU is a uh, it's it's bureaucracy. I don't know how I feel about them forcing to do that. You know, I know it's like oh you you know my freedom, but it's more, uh, you know, it's forcing companies to do certain things. It's it's a slippery slope, man. That's how we get into companies being censored and things like that. I I would prefer Apple to like. Do I agree that Apple's using Lightning? I think it's a garbage connector. I would never do it. But at the same time, it's the choice of the consumer because they're not. It's not like oh, I have to buy an iPhone. If it's such a big deal to you that you need to use USB C, buy something else. Uh, so I think forcing a company in a competitive market to do something. That doesn't make sense to me because if if you really don't like you Lightning, okay, dude, that's fine. Go and buy, you know, Samsung. They use Type C. Go buy. I think Google uh, Pixels use Type C. Those are options. Why force one company to assimilate when hey, look, if that company doesn't want to, that company doesn't want to. And I think uh, you brought up an interesting point earlier today before the podcast. They're just gonna get rid of the port. They're yeah. just going to switch to mag chargers. Mm -hmm. And those are, you know, double the price of, uh, um, you, know, you know, lightning cables. And I, I, I don't, I don't see the point of forcing this company to do it. Like I do, I think it's a, a good thing. Yeah. I think Apple should use type C now. Do I think that we should be forcing it? I don't get it. You know, if it's such a big deal and consumers care so much, Apple would be forced to adopt it because of the invisible hand of the market. Mm-hmm. They would be forced to adopt it. But, uh, I mean, they're being forced by a government. My other thing is, do you think they're going to produce two phones, one in America, one in... I mean, because a lot of companies typically, they produce an international version of a phone, and then they produce a U.S. version. Do you think uh, they're going to switch the ports out just uh, in Europe? Uh, I think... Well, they could do a... See, I don't know. I haven't read the legislation. Is Does it have to be on the device? They can just probably give a uh, an adapter... Oh, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. don't. They could just because remember when they got rid of the aux the first time, uh, they just included an adapter. Mm -hmm. yeah, Until the hype went down. Mm -hmm. That's that's a fair statement. I think they could probably do that. Yeah. And then just charge for the adapter, and then if you lose that little thing, you gotta go buy a lightning cable or you buy another adapter. Either way, you're buying from Apple. Though I think that's probably the play they'll go. But we'll see. Hey, we'll see what happens and uh, with the launch of the iPhone 14 and I, next I think, year. And I think they already are doing separate uh, iPhones from the U.S. Yeah. Because the mm -hmm. 5G, they have different technologies. Here yeah, in the U.S., yeah, we you're... use a millimeter, millimeter wave. I think the outside of the U.S., we don't. So that's just yeah. That's that's why you'll see the U.S. version and then international versions for a lot of phones. So well, I think I feel like the software though. Like, sure, the software will be a little different in how it interprets the signal, but the antennas built into the phones shouldn't change, I don't think. Oh, no, they change. It's different. They don't have Ooh. the millimeter wave for... Uh, so if you if you come in from international to the U.S., um, your speed for 5G is limited, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's a, it's a, min a minute difference, but the antennas do matter. And, well, we'll see what they do because it, it's a one thing switching out one little part that's in the same place. And then it's another thing designing two phones. So we'll yeah. see what they do. But uh, yeah. So sorry, do you want to ask a story? I mean, I have more stories if you want me to keep going, but if you have <laughs> I have another topic here. Uh, so uh, death is a difficult topic, but many people have to face this and fork over about 
6 to 10k for a humble funeral. Uh, so let's uh, discuss. Funerals are expensive. Most people know this vaguely as a concept, but they don't truly grasp it until they actually personally deal with funerals. Um, what do you think should be the solution towards like funerals? Do you think it's more important to have a funeral, get them buried, uh, and like respect their wishes and like well, I wouldn't say respect their wishes. Like it's up to the person, obviously. But uh, would you want to honor them and have a have them buried in a, a cemetery, or do you think that? it would be a better solution to turn to alternatives like cremation, eternal reefs, natural burial, resumation. Well, I'll, I'll take this first. Me personally, I think there should have been a push for cremation. Uh, I, it's, it's kind of, and it sounds messed up, but if you think about it, humans who end up in the ground just end up getting eaten by a, uh, you know, uh, different animals that live down there. They That's how they decompose. That's kind of part of the cycle. When you die, you get eaten by other animals. So I don't, the idea that if you bury a human, they're somehow preserved is already a little like, yeah, that's not really true. Um, it's, if we look at it, we've been talking about, you know, oh, overpopulation. We don't have enough space to do things. Uh, and the, I think, you know, getting rid of funerals would be a big thing. Now, could we get rid of them entirely? I don't think that's a part, you know, I don't think that's a thing we could do. Uh, but maybe, you know, have a push. Because why Why do we have burials? Because that's a culturally accepted thing. Like, that's, you know, it's not like every person who has a funeral, when, they, when they're buried, they come to that realization prior to their death. They're like, oh, no, I, I want this out of my own free thought. No one else influenced it. No, it's just kind of the thing you do. Right, everybody. It's so. I think if there was a push for cremation, it's uh, better for the environment, safer. And at the end of the day, I would rather be turned into a bunch of ashes than have some maggots eating away at me. Yeah, I'm I'm the same on that boat. I don't personally. I I, I can I understand why people have like, preferably to have coffins and all that stuff. It's just a religious thing or uh, their personal beliefs uh, my opinion is it's a waste of waste of space that's what, that's what it is that's what goes down to um but we gotta remember for the people that lost those people it's not a waste of space yeah it's a valuable that's the, yeah, space, that's, place yeah, space it's, you know so yeah, it's yeah it's what what do you value more um mm -hmm. uh, preserving the body and not you know cremating it and yeah me, me yeah. personally I, I i just i don't i don't care but i'm gonna let the people you know who come after me care you know <laughs> you know like ultimately it's not my decision well, i mean it can be your decision but it, i i don't want it to be my decision on where i get buried or um if i get cremated or not it's just it, it comes down to the people and how they want to remember you i guess I don't mind. I don't mind being cremated and sent to Mars. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And, and so, alternatives are sound. They sound cool, like those reefs. 
yeah so there's like plenty of alternatives that are plenty more cheap uh, i believe cremation is uh way cheaper about uh, i don't know the actual price range but i do know that it's ton cheaper um there's also the eternal reefs uh there's that company that i believe turns your ashes into a jewel so that you can wear your relatives or not. i don't know what they were going for that one but that is weird <laughs> uh, hey some people like it right yeah turn it into a pennant <laughs> it's a market there so if there's a market then obviously something's fine mm-hmm. and then the the of course uh natural burial like becoming one with nature i don't know why excuse me yeah it's hard to say with this it, especially if you want it, we shouldn't impose onto people's lives about this it's just their choice i guess Sure, yeah. it's, exp- it's, it's expensive, it's but if they want to do it, that that's why yeah. for, for me, I, it was less of forcing people to do something and more just like education. Like, hey, by the way, there's these alternatives and these are the benefits if you choose to go this route. I think changing people's mind goes with informing them rather than, hey, by the way, you have to cremate them. So I think forcing mm-hmm. people is the wrong way to go about it. So then simply lowering the cost would be better than like turning like trying to push oh. alternative solutions. Yeah, I mean that would be preferable, but I mean they're they're not gonna do that. <laughs> yeah. Everyone cites inflation, but everybody also knows that inflation's only part of the story. They're jacking up prices artificially so that they can get more money. In the words of Jeff Jorgensen, to bury someone is expensive. None of it has anything to do with a real connection to religion or ethnicity. It all has a connection to dollars. Mm-hmm. Yep, I couldn't agree more. Uh if your religion requires a burial, um, then hey, more power to you, but it shouldn't cost you ten grand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, what are you buying that's worth ten grand? A coffin and a plot? The thing is, you you know you'll notice a lot of times what they'll do is they will bury you deep and then they'll bury someone over you. That happens a lot. Definitely. So I mean I, I don't know. I don't understand why it's ten thousand dollars. I'll definitely. I'll agree. I'll agree with that. It should not and cost. There's also a study by the Federal Reserve in, I believe, two thousand eight. Um, it says that it found sixty-one percent of American adults could afford an un, could not afford an unexpected expense of four hundred dollars. Oh yeah. So an, an unexpected like eight thousand dollar funeral bill would be emotionally and financially devastating. Oh, yeah. It, I know it is to a lot. You well, got to take out loans. Another thing you have to remember is a lot of people have life insurance, too. So those who are, through their business, protected, if they were to die, their loved ones would be able, and a lot of the money and cost could be covered underneath that. That's assuming they have life insurance, of course. That is assuming, yeah. Um, honestly, I I never thought that life insurance was like an average thing that people had. I just thought that, you know, like upper middle class would have it, but lower middle class and of course, obviously lower class poverty people, they like people who actually don't like can't afford to pay an unexpected $400. I don't expect to have uh, life insurance on them. That's, like That's fair. I, I wouldn't assume that if you can, if you don't have $400, in a bank account you don't have money to pay for life insurance either there's nothing against them that you know i'm not i'm not trying to like shame them or anything it's just that's just the reality yeah and sometimes it comes with the place of work 
depending oh. on how your you know what your education and that's going back to you know how good of a job you have what are the benefits things like that yeah yeah so this was a rather dark topic so um my next topic is just going to be a little lighter uh if you were given the rather lame superpower of being able to make any food you touch go bad, what would you do with that power? I wouldn't eat food no more. <laughs> so you have two options here. One, you get used to the taste. Or oh. two, you ruin everybody's day by going to the soup kitchen. <laughs> oh, no! no. Or just have to go to the supermarket. Just touch all oh, the yeah. Yeah. Supermarket to just make every, make everybody suffer. So you could be what is it? Um, for eight thousand dollars a month, I will not ruin your food. Oh, I mean, <laughs> if you get, I mean, if that's I touch, you mean with hands? Yeah, that's a way to pay for it. But <laughs> is it touch with hands or like any part of your body? Like if I touch it with my tongue, does it spoil? Ooh. I would say it's concentrated in your hands. Okay. Oh, well, then I can eat. Couldn't just the yeah. government uh, put just tell you that you're committing treason and just lock you up? And you... What? What are they oh, going to do? Lock you up for making their food taste bad? Yeah. You're, I thought this you're was America. Of, you're destroying <laughs> the economy. You're uh, risking yeah. people's lives. You're to can technically, technically risk yep. to society. So... You'll get the something. Yeah. You'll get oh, something. I guess if it's like bad enough that it makes people sick, then that yeah. is like a hell hazard. Yeah. Well, my other thing is you said hands. So if I'm using a fork, does that count? Like, I mean, who eats with their hands? Let's say um, if you're OK, it says if you're given the lather lame superpower. So it's a superpower. You could do it whatever you want. You can you can look at a food and make it bad. Oh, OK. So it's that. Not OK, so is it on command or is it just if I look at food, it goes bad? I know it's I'm on command. On command. It's on oh, command. I'd be evil, 100%. Tell <laughs> I'd go to the soup kitchen and just ruin everybody's day. Oh, not the soup kitchen. Go to oh, like no, the that's... rich people's kitchen. Oh well, I'll go to. The... I mean, I'll I'll ruin their day too. Don't worry. I, I'm I'm going to that five star hotel and just you know, decimating you know there. You know what I would do is I would go and go and make my own kitchen, right? Okay. I'm gonna mm -hmm. make, make my own restaurant, and then I just zap away all the. Uh, competition and boom oh my god and you'd have to you'd have to do it at like one of those like open-ended uh restaurants with like open-faced restaurants so that you can see competition as well yeah this man this <laughs> yeah that guy he's you know what you know what i would do i would set up a, a scam <laughs> where i would go to the fanciest restaurants i would have like my fill of their food and then the rest of the leftovers i can make bad and then be like hey chef i took a bite of this food and it's terrible have a bite oh, instant no. refund or instant Sora oh, no. <laughs> oh, seeks yeah. to gain the system i see oh so the one who's i'm gonna spoil the competition's food yeah <laughs> oh, uh, can speak. actually jordan can speak because he hasn't said anything oh I, I I don't know because yeah you can go to like like kitchen's hell and you can be really an absolute dick if you want to be a dick to Gordon Ramsay you can do that. Hey hey, <laughs> we only have one D that word. Is... You use two. Okay, that's a big number. Unbelievable. You're gonna have just to go drop subscribe in. to our Patreon. <laughs> great plug. Great plug. Great plug. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I think that. 
Yeah, All it's right. a cool superpower. No, I or you know, on that note, I just thought of this. If you were giving the superpower to cook anything while like you look at it and it cooks, like Ooh. what do you do? On command or like yeah. just on on command. So like it's reverse of spoiling food, you cook the food. Hmm. Keep it warm. Yeah, no, I mean I'd be a food delivery it. driver. <laughs> <laughs> it's no five star chef. No, no, I'd I'd be the your Uber Eats guy. <laughs> No, you're five star delivery driver. Yeah, no. I Sixty mean, an hour. I'll, I'll guarantee your food stays warm for longer than an hour. You can make a lot of money like that, dude. Like, no, no serious. Not on a serious note. Uh, I know my fiance will go DoorDash sometimes, and she's like, "Yeah, I made like thirty four dollars this hour, and then I worked yeah. like six hours, and she's over here making a few hundred dollars." I worked Damn. DoorDash. I worked DoorDash for three months, two months. Yeah. You can no, make yeah. a lot of money. If you get those weekend bonuses too, you oh, make yeah. some money. You could you could make some cash with that. So it's actually not that bad. Aww. I was making about five to six hundred dollars a week. What? Yeah. That's that's better than some full time jobs. That's yep. crazy. And I was just working the lunch and dinner shifts on majority of days of the week. Yeah, but how much is uh going into your actual like gas? Hmm. Well, what it's kind not of too bad? Depends well, on I, I have a sedan. I have a oh, sedan or cylinder. Like... It's very, it's pretty conservative. Yeah, you probably put um, it. It really isn't that bad. Yeah, I mean, you'd want to obviously invest in uh, uh, car insurance and things like that. You know, like to oh yeah, that's ensure your your way of driving. But like all the gas, all the miles you drive, that can be written off as a business expense. That's another thing you have to remember. Ooh. Yeah, we're we're talking about evading, uh, tax evasion here, or well, legal <laughs> tax evasion. I mean, because taxes, man, that could be a whole different subject. It's just such a pain. I mean, you can call it a necessary evil all you want, but at the end of the day, they're still taking our money. So uh, moving on from the tax evasion topic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you could choose any job to be replaced by robots, what job would you make obsolete? So it has to be just one, or can I pick multiples? Because I have a lot of jobs I'd want to get. If they're like connected to each other, and robots could actually do them. Could I just say label like the labor workforce, and that's basically every single yeah. job. Any sort of and labor. Jobs, that's the problem. No, it can't be that vague. You gotta be specific. Okay, so my initial thought was uh, like you know, oh, self-driving cars. But the thing is, that's probably a reality. So I'm not gonna say that. Uh, yeah. I would say Jordan um, laughing over there with his self-driving car. Yeah. Oh, must you got your Tesla autopilot? But yeah. But uh, I would say, I don't know. I'd probably pick something like some like low-level job because if I give them a high-level job, then they might get too smart. Like, now this isn't like <laughs> in a mean way, but I'm not gonna make this guy like be a rocket. Like, oh yeah, he works at NASA as the aeronautics engineer. No, nah, dude, that's that computer's gonna get sentient. Definitely. Um, so I'd probably say most grocery shopping jobs or gas stations. I, like, I'll, 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 just, a... I'll probably do what's it called, uh, manufacturing jobs. Yeah, I think that's yeah. That's, mm. that's rid of the get rid of the. The poor people, or the poor, like not poor people in terms <laughs> poor of people. Monetary. No, 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 not in terms of monetary. This but like, just in, Jose is against uh, poor people. <laughs> no, I meant poor people is in terms of uh, like they're being mistreated in uh, China. 
that are being put into assembly lines. Those like I feel bad for them. Poor people, as in terms of their <laughs> in mistreat. They're being mistreated. Yeah, sweatshops. Get rid of sweatshops. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then Nike can't. You know. When I, Nike. Nike, when I go buy Nikes, I don't have to question if a child died to buy to make my shoes. You know. Yeah, if there's blood within the seams. And that's why I don't got Nike. Another thing, I'm on this note because I just bought a engagement ring recently. Don't get real diamonds. They're just okay. I don't understand. They're more expensive. They kill poor children in Africa because <laughs> if you look it up, it's they called they're, uh, they're almost called blood diamonds because of the amount of uh, blood that's actually on their hands. And at the end, if we're if we're being honest. You can make something in the lab perfect 100% of the time, but you can't find perfect diamonds in the ground all the time. So I don't understand why people buy real diamonds over lab diamonds. It was because of, uh, what is that, the business-like thing. What's his name? The Beers Group. They they found a diamond mine, and then they put in a monopoly on it, and then they like had all of the diamonds before, but just didn't, like, only sent out about 10% of it into the market to make it super rare. And then once yeah. like people got obsessed with them or rich people got obsessed with them, it like really took off. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But uh, I, yeah, back to our original topic, uh, sweatshops. Really <laughs> our original topic. Yes. Yeah, add, add yes. Robots. Plus they'd be faster. So. Yeah. 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 Well yeah. then uh, I have a, uh... One more question for y'all. Um, what would be the first few things you would try if you found out that you were completely impervious to physical harm? Jumping off a cliff. Like yeah, the that's, highest that's cliff. <laughs> just cliff diving with no water. Bro, I'll just, I'll be like Iron Man tanking bullets. Dude, oh yeah, try <laughs> shooting yourself. Hold up, yeah. so like, I gotta, so like, yeah. Just no, go to a gun sure. range. <laughs> Dude, just just be like it. a like a sideshow attraction. Just like get a gun and shoot yourself and don't die, because you're built different. You're just built like that. I would. What would, you, um, what would you try, Sawyer? Uh, I'm a. Uh, this goes on the same vein as my uh, food superpower thing, but I would do a scam, and I would jump in front of cars and get their get their money, man. Or are you are you just scamming people? Are you just He's telling like, me that you're a scammer? Like, scamming everyone? Like, <laughs> Am I gonna get a call from you asking? <laughs> just wait twenty years. I'm gonna get Sora in my email saying, "Hey, if you donate twenty dollars, I can make you forty dollars." Oh, I'm giving it two days, and I'm gonna get a call. I <laughs> am the Nigerian prince. I am the Nigerian <laughs> prince. <laughs> All right. Well, sorry to have to cut it off but uh i'm gonna have to head out all and right i think that's a wrap on our show you know, yeah. i just end it oh i'm just ending it all right yeah, hey we're well, ending it yep. the first the first non-live one all right all right, all right yeah. good job yeah we're ending it uh, okay we don't have to say we're ending it 10 times <laughs> we're ending it yeah all right let's just let's just stop recording before this gets awkward Alright, All right. peace Bye. guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Later. Drive safe today.